0: Okay, we are now recording uh, room tone. Oh my God, that room is so toned. That room, eight pack. Come gutters.
1: Gym. I was tired. You were, tired. You I've been, were so
0: tired. I have been waking up at 6.45 every day so that I can go to the gym before work. You're so tired. And then I spent an hour editing podcast footage in my car.
1: You edit in your car. So yeah so basically I was at the gym and the owner of the gym just like walked over and smacked this random woman's ass and I was like what the fuck? And he saw me notice and I was just like scandalized and he went that's my wife. Ah! It's like at the at the gym the other day I was ninety
0: percent sure that this guy was Milk and I was like staring being like like staring out of the corner of my eye because I'm like sneaky I'm trying to figure out if this person was Milk, um, drag queen or Harvey. Sean Penn.
2: <laughs>
0: and then eventually they took off their shirt and they didn't have chest hair and went oh can't be Milk. <laughs> And then I looked it up and Milk was in New York. And Milk is now a personal trainer at David Barton's new gym.
1: I can't tell if that's an upgrade or a down... Like, like Milk was like a Marc Jacobs model. And Milk is now a trainer. I don't know if that's an upgrade or a downgrade. I mean... Genuinely don't know. Milk
0: was a Marc Jacobs model for a single campaign. Not to to demean working on a campaign for Marc Jacobs, but Milk was not, like, a regularly booked model at any point. Yeah. They just did a few shoots for Marc Jacobs. Yeah. So I think that, like, it's one of those things where I always feel like All-Stars has definitely destroyed as many careers as it has launched. Mm -hmm. And I think Milk is a really good example of All-Stars just casually destroying a career. Yeah. Which I do dislike a lot. And there's kind of no reason... There's no... Milk and, like, Thorgy are two queens where there's no real chance of them ever coming back to anything else. Mm. Like, not just because they probably know that they would not do better if they came back, but also because if they came back, they couldn't come back as, like, a lip-sync assassin. Yeah. I think they're both
1: disillusioned by the show enough to never come back as a contestant. Yeah. So... Unless they did something that was kind of, like, a fan-favorites All-Stars, and it had...
0: I mean, if they did, like, another all-winner season where everyone gets softball notes, maybe.
1: But that's what I mean. Like, if they did, like, a fan-favorites season where, like, no one went home and they all got softball notes.
0: Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of where All-Stars is going, which I think is a smart move. Because, in general, it's just... We're just hitting a point where, like, there's no real point in sending queens home or giving
1: people bad edits. Yeah. Anyways, we should probably get on to this show. Can you pass me my notes? I literally can't. I'm, I'm the most caged in. Oh my god! Hold on. Let me see if I can get it with my foot. Oz, fetch. Oz, Oz, fetch. This is happening. <laughs> Thank you. And for all the visual. People, I literally
0: have this on footage.
1: <laughs> on footage. <laughs> for free. <laughs> i know we're giving away free foot content what is wrong with us do you know how much that would cost on OnlyFans? a lot i don't I, i've never paid for OnlyFans. that's because you don't support your local sex worker
0: i offer support but the same way that like tight underwear offers support <laughs> i'll
1: touch the balls um but will you sniff them
0: hi welcome back to this toxic fandom Say hi, Toxic Fan.
1: Oi, oi, oi.
0: Unfortunately, as you heard, we only have one voice on the other side. Pope is at Gen Con, which is not a convention to find sugar daddies. Disappointing. But say hi, Toxic Fans. I said hi before. (laughs) Introduce
1: yourself, Toxic Fan. (laughs) I got distracted by my sugar daddies joke, okay? I was surprised that you went sugar daddies and not like, it's not where you go to find your gender. No, because on Grindr, gen means, like, Generous. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know That's that. That's why a
0: lot of people will put like not Jen. I want someone to put not jen, but with a J. It's like, my name is not Jennifer. <laughs> okay. Stop calling me Jen. See, I just knew about the roses. Jen or not Jen is how you say you are a sugar daddy. Roses are how you say you're looking
1: for a sugar daddy. Oh no, I thought roses was that you um sex work. Yeah, you have to say you're a lady of the night.
0: Yeah, either that or it means it means you need to pay
1: yeah. pay for your time. Yes, like each rose is $100. So if it's like three roses, it's 300 That reminds me of uh, Kyle Pru on
0: TikTok. We're getting so off the rails. <laughs> we have not started the episode yet. We, you have
1: not introduced yourself. No one knows who <laughs> Hi, you are. Hi, I'm David Goran. It's as if you haven't listened to this podcast before and you have no clue who the fuck I am. I mean, uh, if this is your first episode. It's my first time. I have never done anything like this before.
0: In fairness, whenever we do soundcheck, David whispers and then is like, <laughs> and then is like, Oh my god, I can barely hear myself. We need to turn up my mic. And that is the closest he's ever come to actually whispering when we're on the real podcast.
1: <laughs> it's because I I, I want to be the loudest voice in the room. David, I'm on this podcast. I know. Never happen. I know. That's why I need your mic anyway, to be turned Anyway, and down welcome and mine back. To be turned up. All right, Jolie, introduce yourself. <laughs>
0: and I'm Jolie, and I've never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted to go out and get a sugar daddy, I'm too old at this point, but I sometimes think about this lawyer who was definitely into findom that I only ever got one night of a bunch, like several thousand dollars worth of leather and a night at a hotel, but I should have milked that for more th- money. Because you're what? Sick. In the head. <laughs> and welcome back to this toxic fandom where we ramble for like four hours. Sorry, Nick. Nick's our editor for this episode. For like four hours, slim it down to a cool hundred minutes and send it straight to your ear holes. I'm Joe Lee. Let's get started talking about Drag Race Down Under, Season 3, Episode 2, Muriel's, Muriel's Bedding. And I'm betting this episode will be wild.
1: I think you're correct. Now, I have a question, Joe. Do you know what the reference is? Muriel's Wedding? Have you seen Muriel's Wedding? No. Why am I not surprised? It's a movie. Why would I have seen it? I don't know. It's, you know, it's, it has like a pretty big gay following. It has. Yeah,
0: of course. why would I have seen it? I haven't seen Romy and Michelle.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Like
0: there's, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. I haven't seen. Neither have I. Any movie they've ever referenced on Drag Race, I probably haven't seen. They did a Star Wars episode on UK 3 or 4. I don't remember the UK. I can't tell
1: the UK UK's apart anymore, and I don't, haven't seen that. I don't know anything. Wow. Anyways, Muriel's Wedding is a great movie. It stars Toni Collette. Oh,
0: I didn't enjoy her in Hereditary.
1: If you could see me right now, my eyes have widened, and I'm wondering if I should walk off this podcast. <laughs> Toni Collette is a national treasure.
0: Specifically, a national treasure in Australia. I just hate Probably the movie Hereditary, <laughs> and I think that everyone is bad in Hereditary. I think Tony Collette is trying her best. Um, the only person who's good in Hereditary is that Matilda doing the tongue pops. Oh yeah, I liked her. Yeah. Oh, and um, and Dowd. Okay. Those are the hi- highlights of Hereditary. Um, Tony Collette takes place in, uh, takes part in my favorite scene in any movie when she walks into the bedroom and goes, "I wish I never had you." Oh. <gasps> and then he goes, shit <laughs> And then they're both wet, and then they're both on fire, and then they're screaming. And I laughed so loud that the entire movie theater started
1: laughing for the rest of the movie. That's wonderful. I ruined his hereditary screening <laughs> because that scene was so funny. Anyways, Tony Collette is a wonderful actress, and Muriel's Wedding is a wonderful movie, and we should watch it. It's just like one of those like weird 90s movies that's like a comedy, and then all of a sudden takes a hard left turn, and it's no longer funny. That tracks for Tony Collette. Yeah.
0: I saw her on Broadway once. She was in Realistic Joneses. Oh. Don't ask me anything about the show. I won't remember. Speaking of things I don't remember, what did they write on the mirror, David? All right. Amel wrote something about loosening up, asshole. Yes,
1: it was, glad I got to be here while we all loosened up. XOXO, Amel.
0: I love when they get into uh, talking on the couch and Rita Menu hates... Ashley Madison's look as much as Pope did last week. Yes, And Ashley Madison hates Rita Menu's look as much as I do.
1: I mean, I hated Rita Menu's look as well.
0: I mostly just like, it is truly so, so patient. It was so terrible. It also literally is not enough colors to be the gay men's pride flag. I didn't even know that gay men had a pride flag. I know I said that last week, but I did not know. It's just not used very much because it's like, I think because the rainbow is such a nice... Co-opted by gay men. Yes, but also is such a good pride flag... I feel like lesbians feel a desire to have an identity outside of the queer community, but gay men are just like, yeah, the rainbow is our pride flag. I grew up with the rainbow, I'm good with the rainbow. I was about to say, have you met gay men? No wonder lesbians want it. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I think it's I think it's that. I think and I think it's similar, but yeah, I mean, it's like how I as a non-binary person think the non-binary flag is ugly. So I'm just like, Can I just use the trans flag? <laughs> Technically it's a bigger umbrella. The
1: trans flag is literally the prettiest flag. It, really it has the is. best colors. I almost bought a pair of, like, they did these pride Uggs that, like, were platforms and really comfortable. I forget which ones I got, but I I came very close to buying the trans ones because they were so pretty. That would not help your case of everyone. I am aware. Of, I'm aware. Of whatever was like,
0: David, do you have something to tell us? Yeah.
1: So I currently have longer hair than I've ever had in my entire life. And there was a period of time where a couple of people walked up to me and said um, David, do you have something to to tell us? And I was like, what? Why? And then they were like, well, your hair is long and you're wearing a strand of pearls and you've always had a taste for, you know, feminine clothing. And I was like, no, I am not trans. You're like, gender is not real,
0: but I'm not switching genders yet. Precisely. And then the next day in the workroom when they're like, Ivory, what are you going to do to stand out this week? She's like, I'm going to just be be gay and loud. And I'm like, being gay is Joey J's thing. Yeah. How dare you? Was, and yeah. Hollywood is still like, I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't mean to Ivory later in the
1: episode. Yeah, and also Ivory very much was like, I didn't mind sending Amel home. Like, yeah, which I thought was like a very kind of good emotion because yeah. like I, there is something where I'm always like. Not annoyed, but like whatever it's like, oh, I sent home my sister. I sent home my best. it's a competition. And you met her three day di- you met yeah. her 30 minutes ago. Exactly. It's a um, fucking competition. I mean, I appreciate I feel like I can tell
0: in this episode how hungry Ivory is to be here, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Yeah. She doesn't feel like she's defeated, but she does feel a little desperate. Yeah. And speaking of things that are a little desperate, it's time for Everyone's favorite type of mini challenge. Let's exploit the pit crew. (laughs) Okay. These pit crew guys are so fucking hot. They're so hot. They're so hot. Oh my God. I I appreciated when Ivana did the Eiffel Tower and wasn't in the middle. I was like, I think it's the first time we've ever seen a
1: queen in quick drag decide to be a top. So yeah. But anyways, back to it. It's them taking really awful selfies in like a fake boudoir photo shoot. Yeah,
0: they have a they have a fake bedroom set, which I'm I wonder why. Were they taking selfies I wonder that if that's gonna pay off later. All
1: look bad. Yeah. But like it was really weird because they all like a part of me was like, did they just not look good? Did they
0: not take a single good selfie so that so they just made them take bad selfies? I don't like it, but it
1: also just looked like
0: like freeze frames.
1: Like, yeah. It didn't even look like a selfie. It literally and just the, looked like they were like... The only
0: reason I think it was a I I think it was a selfie was specifically because I don't think they had a shot where they didn't have the selfie stick in it, Mm. and that's the only reason I'm like, maybe these were selfies, but I also think maybe they just had them put down the selfie stick and took a quick picture. Yeah. I appreciated that Miss LaBooch was the only one who made the pic crew do something weird, which was get on their hands and knees and then lay on them. Yes. I was like, that's funny. I
1: also kind of liked that... Did you like Flora the Explore-ho? Oh, I was about to say, Flora the Explore-ho was great. I I I feel like... RuPaul got the visual reference, and then she pulled up the map, and RuPaul was like, I don't know this show well enough to know what this is a reference to. <laughs> I also will say that I did, like, Ivory in, like, the dog PJs. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm gonna be kinky, and then RuPaul was like, this is a family show. And she's like, no, it's not. Yeah. I like that Ivory just fully called are like, no, it's not. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, I've watched 13 seasons of this shit. I know what I'm talking about. I mean, there's at least 85 seasons at this point. I thought Isis looked a lot like Bosco.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought everyone's quick drag was, like, cute. No one had that weird thing. My favorite thing in quick drag is when one queen somehow looks like they are in full drag after 20 yeah. minutes. And you're like, how are you just a beautiful woman already? Aja was really good at that in All Stars 3 mm-hmm. when she did the the Warhol thing. And she just looked stunning immediately.
1: Yeah. Did, uh, there's just some queens that are just, like... Pretty. Like, I remember Pheromone. Pheromone is just so... <sighs> It's disgusting. Mm. She's so beautiful. Mm. I just remember that when she was doing, I think when she was doing her pack up to leave, she was like, I don't think anyone's ever done this with a full face of makeup. I'm going to. And I was just like, I am so happy about this because anytime I see pheromone in like full drag, I'm just like, it makes me happy. It's drag excellence. It's, it's, yeah.
0: It makes me so sad that she fell during that number in All Stars 4 because I actually think that had she not, that number was really stunning. Yeah. The huge, the highlighter palette like clamshell was such a beautiful idea and yeah. so like perfectly branded that when it fell apart I was like no yeah mm, like, oh, mm. oh, oh, oh. we have very different ideas of what pheromones mm. sounds like I always thought it
2: was
0: <laughs> Your sounds like Elvis Presley <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. Wait, I think mine is a copy of a copy now that I'm thinking about it. Because I think I'm doing Bob's impersonation of pheromone. I'm, like, truly, like, this is not a fair.
0: It truly, in my brain, I was, like, it's like when they have Madame Laqueur try to do the, ooh. When they're, like, ew, ooh, ew, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Nothing about this makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, I feel bad for her.
0: <laughs> I feel bad for Nick. yesterday, has to edit this. This is true. I I feel happy
1: for Pope. He doesn't have to be here. (laughs) Pope Uh, is just like, Pope gets to listen to this episode on Monday and be a happy clam.
0: Or a happy highlighter palette, really. So the winner is Gabriella Labucci.
1: She wins... Accessories and a gift card.
0: And she's very excited. She's like, this is going to look great next to my $33,000 US. Yep. And they announced that the challenge this week is going to be a sewing challenge. It's Muriel's wedding and you don't have anything to wear. Yep. So everyone has to be a different participant in the wedding. We're not assigning it and there's not a lot of white. And also you have to use the bedroom set that we just had you shoot on that has
1: approximately eight items. Yeah. Also, well, no, no, no. They did have like an armoire that had stuff in it. There was stuff under the bed. However. There wasn't enough stuff. There wasn't enough stuff, stuff. It wasn't like. They, they should have had like it wasn't stuffed was enough. Yeah. like It was I just agree. fabric. And also, but it wasn't kind of like, okay, you guys pick, you, like, you're the mother of the bride. I'm the bride. You're this. You're that. It was literally like, we could have had eight brides. We could have had eight bridesmaids. We could have had seven flower girls. Not a
0: single person was a bridesmaid.
1: Which is funny because all of them looked like fucking bridesmaids gowns.
0: How dare you? Bridesmaids gowns are somehow nicer than a lot of these outfits. Wow but like also when uh, I was like, if you can't sew, be a bridesmaid and make your entire character that you look ugly in your bridesmaid dress. Yeah. Like, do a really nice face, really fierce hair, and then just, like, feel frumpy. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's what Ivory should have done. But yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. So was Ivory when she decided to be a fucking bride. Oh, just, but, Schmier. like, it, there literally wasn't enough material to the point that Ivory and Ashley used the, the same, same material. Fabric. And then you had Rita and Floor fighting over the duvet. Yeah. Why was Floor fighting for anything? She couldn't... She, God, the fact that Floor was not in the bottom of this episode is wild to me. I mean...
1: We'll get there because there's a, there's something else that I find wild. But Oh yeah. No, the, I've I've so The many. judging on this episode was very I kinda odd. wanna to sk- I
0: I wanna skip quickly through all of the like workroom drama to get to the runway and judging because that's what I thought was wild.
1: That's the meat and potatoes yeah. of this episode.
0: Cause like Ashley shows Rue that she has the same fabric as Ivory and is like, I'm just gonna be prettier than her. Mm -hmm. And Ivory's like, you can sew, but I have taste. Yes. And I'm like, Ivory, this is a bold statement to say to the only person in Australia who books you regularly. I know. (laughs) I was like, wow, Ashley is leaning into the villain card hard. Um, Someone has to. I mean, in fairness, Ivory is not wrong that she has better taste than Ashley. Someone with taste wouldn't be booking Ivory that much. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: Wow. <laughs> no,
0: Ivory's so pretty. Ivory's trying to make a pattern. Isis has to make everyone's outfit. Isis is the only person in the room with, like, proper sewing experience. She's actually worked sewing wedding dresses before, so mm-hmm. this is entirely in her wheelhouse. When she said, I'm going to be the bride, every other person in the room should have said, not-, not only am I not winning this challenge, I'm not dressing as a bride. Yeah, Like, it was such an insane choice for Ivory to be like, I don't know how to sew, but I'm going to try to make a wedding dress instead of any other garment you can wear for yeah. a wedding.
1: Yeah. Especially when it really did kind of look like... I mean, it was interesting because she said, well, I'm using red because I'm Chinese and you know, you wear a red wedding dress in China. It means good luck. It's this, it's yeah. that. And I thought that was interesting because I know a lot of like American stuff where like if you are you don't wear red to the wedding because that means that you're the mistress.
0: Yeah. Which I think is why Ashley was wearing red to the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Ashley literally being like, I'm going to be the jealous sister. sister," And I'm like, this storyline doesn't make sense. Yeah. She's like not wearing white, but just looking hot. And I'm like, okay. She should have said, I'm wearing red. I'm the mistress. I mean, maybe she was like, my name's Ashley Madison. They know I'm the mistress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like Isis is literally just like buzzing around the room like a busy bee fixing everyone's problems. Yeah. We have Hollywood making just a hateful purple dress. Yeah.
1: Um I was surprised that Gabriella did not sew.
0: I wasn't because I think that when your aesthetic involves so bad it's good you never have to learn to be a great sewer Mm -hmm. because you can kind of grab anything and it can be part of your drag like i i will say that it's very rare i think for super campy queens to be also incredible seamstresses utica being kind of the
1: exception and not the rule Mm -hmm. i guess it was just more of the idea that she seemed so creative and arts and crafty that like it was very shocking to me that she was not someone who sewed
0: i get that i i just was like oof Going to Drag Race not knowing how to sew. Yeah, it's not good. always it's a not choice. Cute look. Uh, but no one in the season knew how to sew. Maybe, maybe, hear mm-hmm. me out. They assumed the, uh, Drag Race Down Under wasn't getting a third season. So they're like, I didn't make the first two seasons. I'm not getting on this one. There's not going to be another season. Yeah.
1: I don't need to learn to sew. It's possible. But I will say the other thing that I did love is, and of course this means nothing to you, but when Gabby was like, oh, it's going to be so terrible, you know, like you're terrible, Muriel, the joke of that, Joe. is is that Muriel is actually the good parent to Courage the Cowardly Dog, and Eustace is bad. Yes. See, I know. However, in the movie, she has a sister, and the sister's only line is every now and then, she'll like say to Muriel, you're terrible, Muriel. (laughs) Like She'll go into her room and be like, you're terrible, Muriel. Or she'll pick up the phone and be like, hello? And then it's Muriel, and she goes, you're terrible, Muriel. (laughs) It's really funny. Are we sure I need to watch this movie? Yes. Yes you do. It's so good. If you think I should watch this movie, leave a five star rating on <laughs> Apple Podcast and let me know. Really, if there's any movie you want Joe to watch, just leave a five star rating. And a review. And a review. And then just your your name should be the movie title. And we'll watch it after the strike after the strike and we'll give you a we will not mention the name of the movie if not as (laughs) there because
0: we don't promote striked work
1: I went to I I saw Darren Chris in concert and he was like I saw
0: Darren Chris at the
1: gym oh recently yeah how'd he look good how'd he look in concert he looked amazing what I found kind of funny was that he kept going like oh I sang this song on a TV show that I'm not allowed to talk about. That's very funny. Yeah. I saw one One of my favorite things was
0: someone was like, you know, if the SAG after strike lasting a long time means that the Neds declassified people can't continue making their podcast, I think it's for the best that we just keep <laughs> striking. Wow. Anyway, Ivana's worried because... Famously, Anita has gone home on two different sewing challenges yeah. and told her,
1: just don't go home on sewing yeah. before she left is like a joke. I don't remember if this was day one or day two, but... Um, or Daytona wins. Or Daytona wins. But Hollywood asks Isis for help, and then Bumpa goes on a whole, like, tirade about how you shouldn't be asking another queen for help on your outfit. And if you are asking another queen for help on your outfit, she shouldn't be doing that much work.
0: So that was day two. Okay. Because day one, Hollywood was trying to make her own outfit, and then day two, she showed up with a made outfit from Isis. Yeah. I'm like... Please tell me Hollywood at least, like, ate ISIS out for that. Like, please
1: tell me she did something I hope to earn so. that. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's kind of funny because I feel like I do, to an extent, agree with Bumpa. Because a part of me is, like, that is kind of disqualification. I think you can ask for help with, like, little things. I think things
0: like, how do I hem this is, like, mm-hmm. something. Help me... F- like, set up the sewing
1: machine. Mm-hmm. But, like, there should be no point where you're making the garment. All I can say is that I think that if Isis wasn't such a clear frontrunner... She was the only person who did well this right. episode. but I'm just saying, if she wasn't the clear frontrunner, I think that she would have been penalized for doing two dresses. I don't think so, because they've never done that before. Fair. Like, in
0: fairness... The only way you ever get penalized for helping is if you help everyone else and they look better than you, Mm -hmm. a la Asia in season 10's End of the World Ball. Fair. But they come back the next day, they talk about wedding dresses and how Isis actually had a wedding dress that she used to dress up in Mm -hmm. as a child and one day it just got taken away and she didn't know why. And so this means a lot to her. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that, like, Australia legalized gay marriage significantly after the mm-hmm. United States did. It's a pretty recent development yeah. in that country to let people of the same sex marry. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge deal. Yeah, Doing this now is akin to Drag Race doing, having, marrying Jocelyn Fox on national television yeah. in season six. Yeah. And then Jocelyn Fox is a really good example that gay people can get divorced too. Um, <laughs> anyway, time to bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. run, 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 runway. running way, runway. runway, runway, runway,
1: runway, run, 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 runway. <laughs> Unhinged. We podcast so well. <laughs> and we never talk about RuPaul's outfit
0: on the main stage And this time, I just, I don't think I've ever seen Fringe make someone look so bulky. Oh, yeah. It was bad. No one had a good outfit. No one had a 100% good outfit this
1: episode, including RuPaul. I mean, it was interesting because I feel like RuPaul was weirdly on theme in the sense that she also had. She also looked like an ugly bridesmaid. She looked like an ugly bridesmaid. But also, like, there were strings on, like, loose threads on everyone's. I mean, they were making like bedding. There were, like, so many loose threads. And then even her Fringe, which is a bunch of loose threads, had loose threads. <laughs>
0: I thought Muriel's betting was the company they were using. And I went, wow, Muriel paid a lot of money for these things. I also didn't know who the Miss Universe was. <sighs> and I, at one point, was like, is that Muriel? She seems real robotic. <laughs> For for the listeners who aren't aware of what's happening, because we are famously in an audio medium, Uh, David is screaming into a Trixie and Katja blanket right now, which is another piece of bedding that could have been used in this challenge.
1: (laughs) You thought Muriel's bedding was the name of the sheets company? Yeah, I was like, that's both brilliant and just like. I was like, I was like, man, Muriel could have donated
0: more sheets. It's wild that they didn't have more things. When out of the closet, did gone with the window. They gave them a bunch of things. Oh
1: my god! Oh, I, need a, I need a reflection. I'm sorry. <laughs> you thought Muriel's bedding <laughs> was the name of a sheets company. <laughs> I was I like, oh, I get it. <laughs>
2: I
0: I truly went, oh, I get it. The company's called Muriel's Bedding and Wedding and Bedding Rhyme. So they're going to just do an episode where they make wedding dresses out of Muriel's Bedding,
1: a famous Australian sheets company. I genuinely want this to be real now. But no, it's based on a hit 90s movie, Muriel's Wedding, that I watched way too young as a child and was weirdly obsessed with at a young age.
0: Where someone goes, you're terrible, Muriel. You're terrible, Muriel.
1: Yeah. So anyway. It's so good. I became obsessed with ABBA after that movie. Oh,
0: I do I do want to offer just a sincere amount of condolences when you learned that Reese Nicholson is getting married. I know Thank you're you. also getting married. I know. But I know that uh, maybe you guys can have a joint wedding and become a, a, quadruple, a quadruple. You know, I need to
1: know what Reese Nicholson's Patna looks like. And then you know Austin also would need to know these things because I feel like that's who we'd be trading off with. So I'm a very selfish lover. I want Reese Nicholson uh-huh. all to myself.
0: And then the uh, and then the guest judge this week is a former Miss Universe. Not Muriel. Uh, runner Muriel's up. <laughs> named Muriel. <laughs> of Muriel's bedding. Um And she is truly <laughs> she's giving the most. Oh my god. She's truly trying her best to be a reality show judge on a drag race competition show.
2: Yeah. It feels,
0: she feels like a season one or two guest where she has no idea what this show is, but she knows there's gay people here and she's going to try.
1: Yeah. She's going to turn it on. She's like, she's, 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 she's an ally. She wants you to know. She donated those sheets for a reason. She donated those sheets. Sure. They were used, but it's okay. (laughs) And then the first queen out on the runway Runway. is
0: Ivana Drink.
1: Yes. Um, And she is the monster-in-law in in a ugly white dress that has a very awkward sash.
0: But I liked the back of the sash. The back of the sash was I liked the train. I thought that it looked nice. I think that the, the length was weird, But I I mostly was just like, oh, this shouldn't have been white. Like, if you're going to be trying to play the monster-in-law, it shouldn't be white. But I also thought this dress was aggressively safe. Upon seeing everything in the episode, I don't think Ivana made sense as a bottom placement.
1: I disagree with you. I actually thought that it was like a really... I just remember looking at it and being like, that is so ugly. That so... Does not read monster-in-law. It should have been a wedding dress. There's another one that I was just like, this is a wedding in Mykonos. Was it Floor? (laughs) It wasn't Floor. But it was, I don't know, there was something about it that I was like, if she said, it's my wedding and I'm a sexy woman. It's its and- my third wedding
0: and I didn't try. exactly. That's kind of what it, it kind of reads as I'm the bride, but I've been married a couple times. Yeah. And we, my parents didn't want to pay for another wedding. Yes.
1: It's like when so Pamela they- Anderson married Kid Rock and she was in a white bikini again.
0: Mm-hmm. Like the one thing I will say is I think that. The one note I don't love is when they were like, this should have been lined. And I'm like, if the fabric that you give them is a trap, don't give it to them on this specific challenge where you did not give them enough fabric. I don't think she had enough material to line this dress.
1: And so I think that that is just not a note you can I think she didn't have time to line. Because she said, I need to line this dress, but I don't have time. But I
0: also don't think she had enough material. Like, they were scrounging for scraps the entire mm-hmm.
1: time. I don't think she
0: had enough. I don't think they gave the queens enough. If they were gonna do a single bed with just a couple things, mm-hmm. this challenge should have been significantly later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, up next we have
1: Rita Menu dressed as a flower girl. This did not read flower girl to me at all this I updo is hateful everything about I mean it's funny because we had two flower girls and neither of them were a good flower neither girl neither of them were a good flower girl but what's also funny is that it's like so I actually know someone who was an adult flower girl at a wedding they were like oh you're not going to be a bridesmaid but we want you to be in our wedding and she said I want to be the flower girl and then apparently there's been this whole big movement of like being the adult flower girl yeah like it's a weird thing now because a lot
0: of little girls never got to be flower girls Yeah, so yeah.
1: Get, let them live their dreams let them live their
0: let flower girl if you're getting married in los angeles and there's an open bar invite me to be your flower girl will you be a blooming flower girl a blossoming flower girl to quote australian singer Troy Savam. i'm not actually a bottom i'm not a crazy power bottom i just wrote a song called bloom that's a lot more cockney well you know you put the Like Joy I like a lot more Cockney. Fair um, anyway. Um,
1: anyways, yeah, the dress, I, I liked the gingham top, but maybe it's because it was very like weirdly in vogue because of Barbie. I didn't dislike this dress as much as they did. But again, it should have been I think that the biggest problem with this is that a lot of the garments probably would have read better if they had all had different titles. Like if she said, I'm a bridesmaid and I fucking hate this dress, yeah. like I look like a like I look like an idiot, then I would have been like, oh, yes.
0: Here's what it so it's going to sound insane. You know what I think she looks like? What? I think she looks like a girl who wasn't picked to be the flower girl, who their mom dressed her to look pretty for the wedding. And so she's trying to look as cutesy as possible, yes. but she just isn't a flower girl. Yeah. I think that the dress itself needed... I think that she needed to pad in this garment mm-hmm. or cinch or something. Yeah. Because it just doesn't... it doesn't looks very give her broad. Shape, so she needed to yeah. give herself shape. Yeah. And then her wig makes her look like one of the cone heads. Yeah. It was not a look good look. Look at that cone head wig. It was not a good look at all. Yeah. No. like Like, it just... It, it it It's so... It's a tall wig that isn't... That has no outward momentum, yeah. so it doesn't proportionize anything. Next, we have Ashley. I think it's wild to put Ashley Madison before Ivory. Oh, I think that was on purpose. No, it. Sh- you should have put her after Ivory, because she's supposed to be the jealous, so she should have, like, been coming late. Fair. But she's she comes in as the jealous sister. The wig is good. This dress looks like she fell, fell in the curtains, but, like, make it fashion. Yeah. But not quite as make it fashion as, like... Gone with the window. Yeah. But I liked this dress. I thought it was actually. I think that she should have been in the top, but I think it's because the top was really weak this
1: week. Do you know what it also reminded me of? I think it, and I think this actually landed her in the bottom. It reminded me of that. It was like, I think it was the in Jasmine a... Kennedy. Yes. Where she had to lip sync in it. Yeah. It was stunning and it yes. didn't make sense why she was lip syncing. Yes.
0: The dress where she went, this is your moment. Yes. Take it. Yes. Like, it reminded me of that, but like, I thought it was, it I was, thought it was pretty. Yeah. I thought that it was styled well. I liked it. It was beachy. She looked like she was like. It, she looked like she was at a wedding in Athens that was taking place yeah. at, like,
1: the Parthenon. Agreed. And I think it was it was very beautiful. It was very fun. I liked it a lot. But she should have also said, I'm the mistress.
0: Yeah. And then after her, we have ivory glaze. Okay. I am very 50-50 on this look. So I, I'm going to say a few things that okay. are all going to be nice. Okay. Because I don't hate this look as much as... I wish I did. If she'd just been a bridesmaid, I think this would have been genuinely perfect. Agreed. I think that from the neck up, she is stunning. Agreed. I think that the pearls down the back are great. Agreed. I even like the skirt. I think that the weird top part she put on... Makes it fully out of proportion. I weirdly almost wish she'd like done like a really simple thing Mm -hmm. on the top half of her body and just have the skirt be the moment Mm -hmm. because I really like where the skirt falls. I really like the way the skirt falls. I like her hair. I just don't think she was a bride. Yeah. Like when you call this a bride, I now have to look at it like a wedding dress and it's a very ugly wedding dress. Yeah. What were you going to say about it?
1: It didn't read wedding dress to me. It read bridesmaid. I also thought she looked pregnant. I do agree with that. They were correct that just the empire waist was in the wrong place, but I also did not think it was so bad because there were definitely people that looked like they wrapped something around them. I think that she looked better. I don't think she deserved to be in the
0: bottom. I think she deserved to be safe. And I think that Floor or LaBooch should have been in the bottom. Fair. Yeah, I thought that she could have been safe. I thought that she could have been the low high. Mm-hmm. The safe low. Yeah. Where like she still gets notes, but like Ivana gets yeah. pushed to safe. Yeah. And one of the girls who obviously, sh- who literally Ashley's like, you too shocked that you're not lip syncing for your motherfucking lives yeah. right now? Yeah. And Floor's like, no, I wasn't paying attention, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah.
1: Anyways, next we have. Speaking of people who don't pay attention, Bumpa Queen. Bumpa, Bumpa Love? Bumpa
0: Love. <laughs> Bumpa Queen? I, bumpa Queen is my favorite game to play at uh, at, the, at the fairground. You just you get in a large Bianca Del Rio robot and you drive around and hit other queens.
1: Bumpa queens, bumpa queens, coming soon to a carnival near you.
0: It's a wedding theme carnival, so it's a carnival. <laughs>
1: Um, oh and Bumpa Lord. looks fine. Is Black Veil Brides performing?
0: I don't know what that means.
1: Um, Bumpa <laughs> looks fine. Bumpa looks are, are um, they Are they
0: like a million gecks or whatever? No,
1: not even close. 20, I, they're only like 25
0: gecks, actually. Yes.
1: So Bumpa Love is the monster in law as no, well. She,
0: no, she's less monster in law and more like. The drunk, I think she's more the drunk aunt at I the agree.
1: Wedding. It's funny because also, this I was like, she looks like a Greek plate. When they announced Bumpa
0: as being someone who stayed, I was convinced they were going to give all five people who were not Isis really harsh notes. Yeah. And that it was going to be a bottom five. Yeah. Which I think they should have done. Yeah. And I think Bumpa maybe should have been one of the people who was safe yeah. in, from that. But just because I thought she was so delightful to watch.
1: Yeah, she was delightful. And I think that of the outfits, she was definitely the second best. Maybe Ashley. Maybe Ashley. The, th- the other thing that I will say is that the slit was cut so high that you could see her business. Yes, and but I think that was the point. But that was I was gonna say. But that was also the point. But also just kind of like I don't know. I agree. Also, it should have been drunk aunt. It shouldn't have been monster in law. And then we have someone else not dressed as a flower girl. Hollywood. Hollywood
0: star. Hollywood shorts are visible under her. Dress. Yeah, and
1: also I like, agree that it looks like a fucking apron. It looks like an a- it is an apron. Yeah,
0: it doesn't look like a flower girl. It doesn't yeah. look like anything you'd wear to a wedding. But yeah. it especially doesn't look like something that she could maybe be maid of honor at a mm-hmm. wedding where you like your maid of honor. Yeah, but like she looks like she's going to Coachella. Yeah, but again, seeing someone's boy undergarments under their dress is grounds to lip sync. In oh, I agree. Season. And the fact that it wasn't mentioned, the fact that Rita got so many notes about not holding flowers. Yeah. And then Hollywood just threw petals at the beginning and they were like, flower girl? You, they were like, you don't look at all like a flower girl, Rita. Oh my God. I've never seen a flower girl that looks like you, but I would love one. I was like, I get it. You guys like Hollywood. I like Hollywood too. I think she's good TV. Yeah. She should have been safe probably.
1: Yeah. I don't even think she should have been safe. I think she should have been in the bottom. I don't think she should have been in the bottom because I think there's people that did worse than her. Fair, but I don't. I don't. Know, that, like, I, don't know. I, should, like-
0: I think Ashley should have been pushed high, mm-hmm. and she should have been pushed safe. Fair, or she could have been low, but I just don't think there's anyone who
1: would have. Again, I think that like Labucci or Floor both did significantly worse than her. Well, I mean, kind of going into Labucci, who is next. I actually liked Labucci's look. I didn't hate it. I. Don't like it. I think that. Um, I also thought that she was like, "I'm the
0: caterer." I was like, "Okay." I think the funniest thing about calling her the caterer is, can you imagine? If I think, what do what she looks like? What? She looks like the stripper from the bachelorette party, <laughs> or the bachelor party. Yeah, actually, that would have been very funny. Like, like she, that's what she looks like. Yeah. She or she looks like a she looks like a girl in Vegas who's like, David. Imagine at your wedding. Okay, I'm imagining you get a caterer. Whose I'm planning on getting it an in an out truck, so. Is, who's, is that it? No, there's going to be other things. Okay, but I was I like, more, I yeah. was worried. I was like, David, I love food. No, I don't no, think no, you understand. Be, I need to food. eat at your wedding. Yeah. But who's, the the caterer skirt is shorter than my shorts on a daily basis. <laughs> and is wide open on the sides. And then at the top, they're just wearing a fuzzy corset. I mean. Imagine hiring, hiring a catering company for your wedding. And called, that's who shows
1: up. Is it called fuck me in the ass catering? No. From the fuck me in the ass bar and grill? Is, is that what you think Outback Steakhouse is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I went to an Outback Steakhouse once. It was as bad as I thought it would be. Did you get a shark? Did I get a shark? They have sharks now. They have what's
0: a shark? You, they have a drink that has too much blue curaçao in it, and they give you a shark in it, full of grenadine, and then you pour the shark in. No, I didn't get that. The day before my birthday, I, uh, me and Michaela were hanging out, and then we were drinking at her bar, and then we went to Outback with her husband, and we was like, "Classy man, uh, yeah." Because he got off work and he was hungry, and he was like, "Do you want to come with me to Outback?" And we were like, "Sure." And he's a hungry man. And we turned to the waiter, we were like. So, we don't want the gross sounding drink that the shark comes with, but can we get sharks? And you're like, yeah, we will just give you sharks. And so now I have an Outback Steakhouse shark that I just keep. Is in it my branded?
1: Room. No. Oh, that's sad. But it is like a little shark. I remember that we used to get, I forget what it was called. Blue but, and onion. No, no, no. It was in New York. It was this place called Brother Jimmy's. And they would give you a fishbowl with a bunch of straws and like a fuck ton of alcohol. And yeah, they and put I've an had alligator a in before. it. Did you keep the alligator?
0: I didn't get the, an alligator in the fishbowl. Oh. I, I haven't been to Brother Jimmy's. I've just had a. Fishbowl. Yeah. Fishbowls to... are a very common drinking thing. Are dude. they? Yeah. Oh, my. You get them with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And then you all sip out of it. I wonder, young people who are obviously listening to our podcast, if all the Muriel's wedding jokes didn't throw you. <laughs> if you're like me and you thought that Muriel's betting was a company, <laughs> tell us, did COVID kill fishbowls? Are you still able to get a fishbowl I- a thing and share it with a bunch of your germ middle friends, or is that not a thing anymore? Or are you just like, the alcohol will kill it off?
1: I mean, I feel like the alcohol will kill it off. Plus also if you have a ton of straws, you're you each have a different straw. Sure, but But then I gotta backwash. guess like, if you get like drunk enough. <laughs> anyway, speaking of people who got
0: drunk enough and backwash, ISIS Avis Lorette is next. <laughs> that doesn't work. That would have worked if Flora was next. I-, I mean it 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 works when you look at her makeup. Fair, but Isis's I mean, makeup sh- I didn't hate it. I liked it. No, you didn't. I, I didn't look at it, it enough. Maybe you're right, but I thought it was. It interesting. was. She she looked bad. Uh, her makeup, like as much I as much as I was like, I love ivory ivory from the neck up. I love Isis from the neck down. Fair. Like Michelle even says, you know, this was a design challenge, but I didn't like her makeup. Yeah, and I agreed. But in the fairness, I also don't. The other person who, who was getting kind of an edit to win was Hollywood. And I yeah. don't love Hollywood's paint. Yeah. I think Hollywood needs a little blush. She yeah. just, she, she washes herself out a little bit, mm-hmm. but Isis is stunning. Yeah. This, this dress tri- is phenomenal. It's she, very well. No cut. one else had enough fabric to make anything they wanted because ISIS took all the fabric. Yeah. But it just, was Rightfully
1: like, said. it was a stunning wedding dress. But I also kind of, it's funny. Cause when you said, why did they have floor after her? Because she's the ring bearer, so she comes after her. No, no, no. But also, it's funny because if you think about, like, fashion shows, the wedding gown is the final look.
0: No, there's no reason why Isis wasn't the last person to walk in. It was mean to make Floor walk after her. And it's not like they edited it that way like they sometimes do. Floors after her in the lineup when they're reading off names. So that's how they did it. Yeah. it's wild. But no, Isis is stunning. This train is a moment. It's beautiful. She made this garment in the same amount of time. It took La La to glue bags to a dress.
1: Why didn't she cut the bags?
3: Why didn't she cut the bags.
0: It's incredible. And she helped every other person in the room. Yeah. Like, literally, they were like, it was the Isis. Uh, it, it was the Isis it was It was the Isis uh, collection, wedding collection. They were like, she's the Martha Stewart, and these are her prison inmates. <laughs> I just thought they were like, did you get help? Was it Isis? <sighs> so you got help from Isis? Yeah. And like, it just fully pays off. This episode is entirely her moment. Isis is the dancing girly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's her thing. So it was nice to see that she also was like such a... a- sewing girly. What? A sewing girly. Like, like, seeing a lot of times the girl who is like... My thing is dance is someone who's like, I'm going to make a bodysuit for everything because it's Mm -hmm. kind of the only thing I know how to do. So it was great to see her then just be like, I'm also going to turn out a gown. Mm -hmm. And then finally we have Fleur coming in dressed not for a wedding. Oh, Lord. Like, I hate this. I actually think Fleur could have
1: lip synced because of this. So Fleur was the ring bearer. She's just dressed in floral. It looks like something from a resort collection. It's just, like, a white it, thing with some painted it flowers like on it. looks like a Kmart resort collection, though. Yeah. Like, it's very specifically,
0: like, an ugly resort wear. Yeah. It's cut weird. She's holding the pillow, then she throws it away to, like, drink and, and it's party. A, it's, it's a cocktail and a purse. She's wearing a flat wig. It's one of those things where I've now seen Floor do four different makeup looks, and I've now learned that she paints the exact same face every yeah. time, including color scheme. Like... It is the same color story
1: as her last face paint. Yeah. Also, on top of that, the other thing that I will say, it, the whole thing is just like, it looks like a commercial for, like, sandals. It looks like on America's Next Top
0: Model when they're doing a makeup ad so they can't <laughs> get nice clothes. She looks like the girl getting cheated on in a porno oh my like that's how bad she looks is she just looks like some girl they is this a, a gay porn or a straight porn a gay porn oh okay where they're like they don't have a makeup artist for you so you kind of have to do it yourself like i don't i actually don't think she looks that pretty in this which is yeah. the only time i think i thought that like i just i was so annoyed that floor was safe when i saw this because I was like oh floor's like bottom i thought that like read a menu could have been brought up floor did so badly yeah the lip sync for this episode should have been Ivory versus Floor. Yeah, Ivory for trying to do too much and Floor for not doing enough. Yeah, but we get well. But, we'll get to that. But there are dreams that cannot be. The queens who are announced safe are Floor, Gabriella, Gabriella, Ashley, Ashley, Gabriella Labucci, and Ashley Madison are all safe. Literally, when we got to Untucked, Ashley goes, "Y'all, y'all surprised you're here." She's like, I'm kind of okay being safe. You should not be. Yeah, I'm like honestly, you're correct, Ashley. And then we get them on the runway. They hate Ivana's lack of lining in yeah, the dress, they and were they being think way they, harsh. They were being way harsh, Ty. Yeah, I think on an episode, what I'm gonna say is on an episode where somebody made the garment that Gabriella Labucci made, which I would say is reminiscent of that time Bag of Chips was safe for just having a bunch of ugly scrub brushes. Or that time that Candy was safe for the alien look. David, can you name a single episode in the entire history of Drag Race where somebody did as poorly as Utica did in the actual challenge and someone else lip-synced for runway? In any point in the entirety of Drag Race, can you list a single time where somebody got high notes in a challenge, low notes on a runway, and fully had to lip-sync? Because no. they did not note her at all for the challenge and they gave her a lot of praise, and other people did very poorly. Fair. But it like, is one of those things just, where I'm just so tired of hearing about Candy in this runway because, it oh was my so God. So bad. So Jinx Monsoon won a season of ba- with only bad runways. Touche. Like, we have literally had so many people do bad runways and do fine. Runway is not the entire thing. Runway is more likely to save you or cost you a win than change your placement entirely. Fair enough. Another example of this would be Bimini being safe in Rats the Rusical when she maybe arguably could have won that episode because her runway, her reveal runway, the paint didn't work. Yeah. Like, that is where candy is in this. Fair. Versus this is a design challenge, your runway is everything. Fair. And I think a note about not lining a dress and not steaming an outfit is a very shitty note to get. The steaming was the shittiest note. Yeah. I also didn't see a steamer. There's a weird level of like, if you're going to note someone for not steaming their garment, we need to see that you provided them a steamer. Mm -hmm. And I bet they did. I just needed to see it in the episode, Gorge. Yeah. In fairness, I had a moment. Watching these runways where I went, like Sarge and the camera crew on American Drag Race are so above and beyond when it comes to how they film the runway. Mm-hmm. Where, like, there's very few full body shots of these garments mm-hmm. for even the good ones because they're just a little too zoomed in. Maybe they just don't have a lens that is wide enough for how <laughs> close they have to be
1: because of how small the set is. It's possible very possible also david i do just want to say sorry for that little mini rant we should have sent you the toxic fan space that was my fault We probably
0: should have that was definitely a toxic fan. i had it coming it's fine
1: (laughs) i had it coming i was like i was like can we stop shitting on
0: candy she didn't win the
1: season (laughs) (laughs) i know i know you're a candy stand i mean you're a candy man
0: i just think candy gets a lot more shit than she deserves Fair. Again, a lot of people have a lot of bad runways. This is true. Bad runways happen to good queens. Wait, can I actually, can we, we have to acknowledge a very specific thing. Yes. Kennedy is high for the chicken runway.
1: Oh my God, she is.
0: Literally one of the most iconically bad runways of all time, Kennedy Davenport, is high in that challenge. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I maybe have finally fixed my argument. Fair enough. I think that's actually what I needed. Yeah.
1: I'm happy that we could help you at this at this conference. But also, I mean, because
0: I'm also, like, I'm never defending the alien runway. I love the alien runway. I love an iconically bad runway.
1: I love the chicken runway. Do you, I, the, do you love the bag dress? No, I don't think you understand how much I love the bag dress. You love the bag dress so much you recreated it, and it's in your closet, and you bring it out for special moments. <laughs> but it's it's kind of the opposite of, like, there are certain bad runways where I don't
0: love Because, like, I'm not, like, a huge sponge runway person. Mm-hmm. But I love a bad runway. I love a bad runway you brought yourself. Yeah. I love Alyssa Edwards wearing the ugliest dress Santino's ever seen. <laughs> like, I love these things. These are iconic fashion moments to You're me. You're like, these are things that When mean people a lot have to, to make me. something in a workroom and like it looks kind of ugly. Like, I, I don't feel I don't feel joy. That's why I don't love sewing challenges where everything mm. is fabric. Yeah. Because I don't feel joy looking at Ivory Glaze's ugly dress. I just go, yeah. I mean, she clearly tried her best. Yeah. To a degree that, like, I can't fault. Versus yeah. like a Jiggly Caliente or a Kasha Davis where it's like, Ooh, you got so carried away you accidentally created an actual monstrosity. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is so much more fun to look at. Well, absolutely.
1: It's failing absolutely. spectacularly. Absolutely.
0: Give the Queen's unconventional material. Yeah. Let someone walk out as a puffball covered in Barbies. All I'm going to
1: say Remember is it ball wasn't ball. their fault. Muriel's bedding just had to. Muriel's <laughs> bedding needed to send them way more material. I know. They only sent them the bedding. Um, they wanted to send them a goose down comforter, but, you know, it just didn't arrive on time.
0: And so we walk back for Untucked. Was there anything else you wanted to say about this? Oh. Uh- not really. a lot
1: of it. Yeah, I didn't know that white pumps meant that you're a whore. I like the white pumps is my
0: grinder name. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's like a I think a standard thing. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think at least Rue and Michelle have said it more than once on the have show. Have they? Yeah, it's been a minute. but oh, like no. They always hate white shoes unless it's that one time that Valentino was wearing a white wedding dress and then a nude shoe. <laughs> They're like, something old, something nude, something borrowed, something nude. Yeah. So they go back to untucked. I love when Ivory's like, I understand how you both feel being in the bottom. It's really awful. they're like, oh, so you don't think you're uh, lip syncing this week? She went, I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great.
0: I also, this could sound weird. I didn't love the way that RuPaul talked about Ivory's body. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like, I know that like she is talking about a drag queen who is incorrectly padding, mm-hmm. but like, I didn't love the way she was like, does he like your lumpy titties? I was like, I don't know, RuPaul. Does but he? Like, <laughs> that's, it, that, I don't love that comment. Yeah. Maybe he does. Lumpy titties deserve love too, RuPaul. That's my slogan when I run for president. <laughs> lumpy titties deserve love too. Just,
1: <laughs> lumpy titties and a fat dumper.
0: I don't know what lumpy space princess sounds
1: like on a, uh, on Adventure Time, but I assume it's that. It's I, – I, I've never seen it. Actually, it's a lie. I have seen Adventure Time, and I fell asleep. Anyways. No, that's the bitch who stole Christmas that you fell asleep <laughs> during. That is – I fell asleep during both. David sleeps a lot. David's not like other girls. He falls asleep. <laughs> David doesn't need Pokemon Sleep to fall asleep. What's Pokemon Sleep? An app. Do they, like, read you bedtime stories? But it's just, like, Pikachu – Pikachu. Pika, and then one Pikachu. of them Harry Styles. <laughs> it's Harry Styles' voice saying Pikachu. Remember when ah! Harry Styles read a story on the on call, call app? Yeah. Oh, I remember. So when I was having, like, massive anxiety, I remember Austin being like, you should watch the calm programming. It's very nice. Oh, I did have
0: a note saying that all of the notes they give Rita are applicable to Hollywood. Yeah. Like, literally every note that they read Rita for... Uh, for her flower girl, are all applicable to Hollywood and they praise her for it. And it
1: makes me very angry. Yeah, I really, I fucking hated Hollywood's look. Again, I think she should have been safe. Like,
0: if you're not going to put her on the bottom, she should have been safe. Yeah. And just bring Ashley Madison up. She yeah, had, an, yeah. she at least made a gown. So everyone's like, real down. And then Michelle Visage makes a Shrek reference and RuPaul laughs. And I don't believe RuPaul knows who Shrek is. Oh, I think RuPaul knows who Shrek I don't know. Is. I don't think RuPaul knows who the barmaid in Shrek is. I disagree that RuPaul has seen Shrek enough to know. I feel
1: like Ru who the ugly stepsister is in, uh, in Shrek. Okay, that I agree with, but like it also wouldn't shock me if they like offered RuPaul a part in that show, in that movie. RuPaul was the original choice to play.
0: No, there's not a good character. The dragon, maybe. No, there's not a single character I could imagine Shrek being. Shrek the musical. You mean there RuPaul. Char-
1: no, when, <laughs> when Shrek was trying to host RuPaul's Drag Race. Welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race. It's me,
0: Shrek. It's me, Shrek. <laughs> Whatever she, instead of saying Sashay away, she goes, get out in me swamp.
1: <laughs> Honestly, no, no, after it's, Far it's, Far Away Idol, I would watch wait, this. No, no, it's, it's, you get out of me swamp, you get waffles for breakfast. Made bad
0: Donkey. Waffles for breakfast is winning. Getting out of your swamp is, is losing. losing. What is winning the lip sync, though? <laughs> oh, is it, so waffles is Waf- winning. Waffle, the, oh, you get waffles uh, for winning the yeah, challenge. For winning the challenge. It's like how Sasha Valore got hamburgers from Hamburger Mary. <laughs> and she's a
1: fucking vegetarian. She, vegetarian she's not a vegan. vegan. She's probably vegan. Vegan. She's too smart to be she, a vegetarian. That's why she can't use human hair wigs. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That wasn't real. What?
0: That was a joke because she's
1: bald. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say I had that moment, and then I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, she's not a cannibal." Moving on from Shrek. <laughs> Moving on from Shrek. Although, Sh- if you do come up with it with a with a sachet with a Chante, you stay. Yeah. Please let me know, because now i
0: if, if you have a good idea for what Shrek would say for Shantae You Stay, leave it in a five-star
1: review <laughs> on Apple Podcast. And we can talk about this because this is not real content, so we're not scabbing. Well, it's Shre- also reality television. Well, Shrek's Drag Race is a reality show, so it's okay. Yeah. Do you know who probably would win Shrek's Drag Race? Pinocchio. I mean, he is wearing women's underwear. Exactly. It's a pink thong! And it was just, it's a thong!
0: Oh, no, I think it's it's a pink thong. No, it just is pink, but it's a thong. Oh, okay. Yeah, read a book. The book you should read is Shrek. You shouldn't read the Shrek book. It is entirely different than the movie. <laughs> you just I fall in love with Fiona because she's worse than he is. <laughs> yeah, Shrek's a book. I knew that Shrek was a book.
1: I just never read it. Because reading is what? Hard. Anyway. um, Actually, I'm reading a book right now that I think you would enjoy, but I can never tell if when you say, like, I don't read if you actually don't read. I mean, or, I mostly listen to audiobooks. I highly recommend The Daydreams. You would like it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm, I need to listen to Mockingjay next, but when I get my next Audible credit, sure. Yeah. Anyway, so we get to the lip sync. Yes. Avana. I was going to call her Ivana jacket. I don't know why. <laughs> Av- Not even cold. Avana new dress.
1: I mean, i mean, I've on a jacket because I like sweater weather.
0: Uh, I have dress jackets that I
1: can't wear right now because it's too fucking hot. And the
0: bottom two are Rita Menu and Ivory Glaze when Ivory starts feeling lightheaded and starts to fall over. And I love that Bumpa is the one who runs from the back line to make sure she's okay. Well, that's because Bumpa's mom. Yeah. Grandma. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I want to point out. That Bumpa's makeup was only ever good when she entered
1: and yeah. has been bad since. Yeah. Like, remember when I was like, she paints so pretty, and then it's like, huh? Well, it's funny, because, like, Ivory just starts, like, shaking, and then RuPaul's like, are you okay? And then someone screams, she's going down! <laughs> it's, the editing is wild. I actually wrote in my
0: notes, I was like, I think the scariest thing about having, like, an anxiety attack or almost fainting on Drag Race is knowing what happened to Max." And knowing that, like, what happened to Max? So you famously, Max kind of started falling apart. Uh huh. Um, and they, she, like, she, like, undid her corset because she was like, I'm having, I'm having an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sit down, breathe. And RuPaul was like, Hey, do you want to like sing something to like breathe a little bit, get back in the moment? And she sings. And then they just chop it up so that she takes off her corset, sits on stage, and then sings and goes, I took advantage of the moment, and then stands back up and then edited in a bunch of people being like, wow, I can't tell if this is real because Max is being
1: crazy. Wow.
0: Yeah, the destruction of Max is one of the wildest things Drag Race ever did.
1: That's bananas. Yeah,
0: so I literally was like, I bet Ivory's like, I cannot show weakness, because what if they Max me? Yeah,
1: but the other thing is, that also happened on Canada.
0: Yeah, but Canada's kinder to the queens than... This is true. Like, Canada's actively the season where you were... If If something bad is gonna happen to you, hope it happens in Canada, they have free healthcare. Yeah. But they get a medic, they walk Ivory off set, they're like, we're gonna see what we can do in a second. They immediately make a big deal about how Rita's just standing. There, not doing anything, yeah. and you expect it to come to something, and then they just hard cut to Ivory being back on stage, yes, and Rita being in a slightly new position, yeah, and I'm like, D- did she just have to stand there the entire time? I think she did. Did they let
1: her get a stool? Did, did they, they... I think they might have given her a stool. I know they give them stools on U.S. Yeah, they give them. They give them stools now. I think uh, Latrice, like,
0: championed that. Yeah, but they come back and they're ready for the lip sync, and. Out of respect for Dela, <laughs> no one is going home tonight. But
1: because, someone's going home at the beginning of next week.
0: So I actually had a moment where I was like, is this the second time ever we haven't gotten a lip sync at the end of a Drag Race episode?
1: I didn't realize that it was the second. I thought it was the first. First
0: would be uh, Snatch Game in season 14. Oh, right. Because they all were like... And allegedly yeah. Deja Sky maybe lip synced on her own.
1: And they cut it because it was weird. Fair. But that's alleged. I still get annoyed with that one because I'm like, either everyone's in the bottom or you just do a normal thing.
0: Yeah. Just like put someone
1: in the bottom. It nothing not yeah. Season 14 is the season of oops, we forgot to send anyone home. My thought on this, though, is that they probably were like, do you want to just call it? And Ivory said no. I think they saw like a moment where they yeah. were like,
0: oh, we could do something. Yeah. And like, it's not like this guest, it's not like it's good. It's not like we have Betty Who here and they're doing a Betty Who song. Yeah, They don't have a Minogue here. Like it is utterly fine for
1: Muriel to not be there next week (laughs) to like see the lip sync. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, Muriel already gave her cash prize. Yeah. She gave them a bunch of sheets. Yeah. Oh, the winner
0: of the challenge is Gabriella Labucci. No,
1: no, it's not.
0: Is Isis. Yes. And she wins something.
1: What is she? Did I write what she wrote? No, I didn't write what she
0: won. Pope's not here and he's our dad and he tells us what people win. Yeah. She wins something. She wins. I'm sure she won something. Probably some betting. Probably. She won some Muriel's betting. Or maybe a vacation somewhere. I think she won a vacation.
1: That sounds right. Let's say
0: she won a vacation. She
1: won a vacation. She won a vacation. She won a a a horny moon. Thanks. I
0: hate it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we learned that the queens are not going to be lip syncing this week. And they're instead going to do it at the start of next episode. Yes. Which means that this episode is officially going to be really cheap to do in reruns because they're not going to have to pay music licensing.
1: Yep. So that's why you're going to see this episode a lot out of context. Whatever they need to just fill an hour on Australian television, they're just going to plop this episode in the middle. (laughs) They're going to be like we owe
0: nothing with this one. This one is just making money. Muriel's betting has to give us money every time we play this episode cuz they they're really desperate for sponsorship. No one's ever heard of them. I know. It's
1: so sad.
0: I feel like after this like I need to show you Muriel's Wedding. I'm not what over it's streaming anywhere that Muriel's. I was so convinced watching this episode that Muriel's betting was a famous Australian sheet company can't. I fucking can't. And that they were like betting and wedding rhyme It would be cute If we did a wedding Themed episode Oh my god I was so convinced uh, No I came in here so Feeling like I figured I, I thought that I Cracked the Smasha bell code And I You did not Sorry But if you want to see If I do crack any other codes Stay tuned Cause up next we have Jeopardy Pope's coming back for Jeopardy! And we totally didn't film this last week. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) see you soon. Bye bye. Bye.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Jeopardy! I'm your host, Alana Trubeck.
0: Thanks for joining us again, Pope.
1: Yes,
3: no. Glad I could be here. We're
1: sad that you couldn't be here for the episode, but we're happy that you could be here for the Jeopardy, because as we all know, that's what really counts. Oh,
3: uh, yeah, clearly. That, yeah. That's what matters. The points in Jeopardy definitely count. You're just saying that because you're winning. I mean, it's very
1: possible lot. that maybe at the end of something, like before we decide to like scrap it or whatever, I'll, I'll get one of you a prize and one of you a very small consolation prize. <laughs> This is like when uh, you have a teacher
0: that, like, offers to buy you a candy bar. if You get all the questions right in the Macbeth quiz, and then one of the questions is misleading, and you say one answer, and she says another answer, and then you don't get a candy bar, but you literally do write an entire paper that you then present to her two days later that is just why
1: you are right and she is wrong.
3: Are you okay, Joe? I don't think so. I just really wanted a candy bar, guys. I get it. I get it.
1: Alrighty, anyways, you know, I really liked doing a theme last week, so I'm doing another theme this week. Don't worry, You they both, when I said this, their eyes widened, but don't worry, I think this is going to be, like, the easiest questions you've ever had.
3: I might actually win.
1: So, yeah. the theme is season three of RuPaul's Drag Race US. Okay. Alright, alright. Alright, the first question is... The first real season. Yes. This was the first season to have a non-elimination. Who are the two queens that are not eliminated? (coughs) Crap.
0: Yara Sofia and Carmen Carrera.
1: Correct. They're doing, uh, ooh, Mickey, you're so
0: fine, but in Spanish. Yes. And famously, Yara says, it's lip sync for your life,
3: not kissing for your life. Because Johnny Weir is there and Carmen laid one on him. It's really. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, have you not seen the episode? Have you seen the show, Tama?
1: I have. I've actually seen season three. Yeah, you don't remember that?
0: You remember? When she, when, Car- when Carmen just goes into the audience and kisses the guest judge?
1: Oh, I don't remember
0: that.
3: Oh yeah, no. like
0: season three is before they banned them from going off stage.
3: That, uh, that I remember everyone saying that rule. That's a very soft rule. Not really. I mean, girls jump off it all the time. Yeah, and they get sent home. Kennedy didn't.
0: Yeah, Kennedy's the last queen to not get sent home for jumping off stage. All have, right. Have you heard from Honey Mahogany lately? <laughs> Wow! I met Honey Davenport. Honey Mahogany is running an office. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, I she's love really that. cool. I got my honeys mixed up. Honey, honey, how he thrills me. Uh huh. Honey, honey. What's the next question, honey? All right. Honey?
1: The next question is: I have a bunch, so that's why I'm just deciding which one I want. What does season three have the most of than any other season? <laughs> Crap.
0: Design challenges. No. And people who hate Michelle Visage. No. Okay, I actually I think I know what the answer is now, but I'll let you steal.
3: Oh, shit. I really thought it was design challenges, too. I'm going to go with... I'm pretty sure they does have the most design challenges. It might. It might. I'm going to go with like mini stuff. challenges. Correct. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it might be uh, queens of color. <laughs> this was back when they were very much like, okay, we need a minimum this number of girls, this type of girl, this type of girl, this type of girl, and a girl from Puerto Rico. And honestly, the show was better for
0: I mean, the amount, the way that they would cast uh, in earlier seasons where it was a lot more diverse just gave you a lot more types of drag and a lot less white people complaining. Yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. Season three is the season where they were famously just like, I think it was actually the most white queens they'd had at that point. And they just systematically eliminated the white queens one by one. Really? The first like five eliminations are white queens.
3: Look, when you have. Shangela, Raja, and Manila Luzon all in the same season. Yara, Alexis, Yara, Mateo. Alexis.
1: Bam. All right. And now, do you want a hard question? I guess. Yeah, I love it hard. Okay. Manila Luzon revealed what the original <laughs> promo color for the season was. It was not black and gray, it was changed from a different color. What was the color? Red. No, I guessed. Yellow. Correct.
0: I, oh my gosh. I was like, it's either red or yellow. Do we know why it was changed from yellow? Is her
3: pineapple dress, was that going to be her promo look? I guess. Yeah.
0: No, because I think that is literally like,
3: I think the pineapple dress was like always intended for best drag. You're right. You're right. Because I was going to say, oh no, she wore it for the stand up challenge, but she was Cookie Monster in that one. Yeah. She was Big Bird. She was. You're right. You're right. How dare you?
1: <laughs> Anyways, we I, are now Candy Kenny at-
0: Muse was Cookie Monster in all the challenges. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and in life. And then we have uh, Miss Vanji, who's just the Tasmanian devil. No, she's get these cookies, get these cookies.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, she's the Gilbert Gottfried of Drag. She literally has a sponsorship with Chips Ahoy. I love that. That's wonderful. I love that so, so much. Stupid. Anyway, we are
1: now at Joe forty three, Pope thirty three. Great. Only
3: ten points ahead.
1: I don't know, if I'm feeling this, like, you know, just picking something and going with it for the rest of the season, you might do better. If you want to see if
0: we continue just going with it for the rest of the season, make sure to tune in next week. And you can follow us at... Uh, the show at this toxic fandom. I'm at Jolie Green Giant. David is at David J Gorin, and Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope. If you have any questions you'd like to see in Jeopardy, make sure to message them at David J Gorin because I famously have access to this page, and I don't want to cheat.
1: If you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, tell your one night stand. And if
0: you don't want to talk to any real life people, make sure to leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcast.
1: And also this episode was edited by Nick Crawford of the Take Three podcast. Highly recommended. It's a fun movie podcast. They do movies like The Brady Bunch and Matilda. And there's a really good episode on the movie Good Time, which I highly recommend. And you can find them at Take3Amp on Instagram.
3: And until next time. Stay toxic. No action this week.